Did you know that the 4th of July is on a Thursday this year? That's going to be a full weekend of fun out on the deck, four days. But if your deck isn't what it used to be and you aren't using it for great family gatherings, you need to call my friends at All Weather Decks. All Weather Decks is a 24-time winner of the Angie Super Service Award. And they probably help one of your neighbors. Click on the map link at allweatherdecks.net. Call All Weather Decks today at 913-206-1974 or go to allweatherdecks.net and mention you heard it on 810. Call now and relax. It's time for the Midwest Outdoors with Fred Ramsey and Mark Tobin. Brought to you by Reed Chevrolet, the Hearing Connection in St. Joe, the Sports Medicine Store, and Sportsman's Outfitters and Marine. Now here are Fred Ramsey and Mark Tobin. West Outdoors, tickling that to be with you. This Saturday and every Saturday. Man, do we have a full show. We've got humans in the studio. The band's getting ready to strike up. They're tuning their instruments out in the hall. This ought to be interesting. I can't believe the crowd in the parking lot. You know, I have to put our barriers up to walk through there, you know, like celebrities. It's crazy. It is crazy. This paparazzi thing that was getting a little nice. Yes, it is. <clears throat> we, just, we have no privacy anymore. Well, they want nude pictures of us now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Do you realize that we started the uh, Fred and Dale and Chip dancers, and I was one of the original Chippendale, Fred, Fred and the Chippendale. Was that silent black? and white movies? I thought it was Fred and the Chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd get some ratings on the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Bob and Casey Canton are listening this morning. What a, a two of the nicest guys you're going to be. Isn't that wonderful? Anywhere, yeah. We saw them at the National Fishing Expo yesterday. You know, he's, he said his wife, I think, goes downstairs to listen to the radio show. He does. He's banned to the basement. <clears throat> banned yes. to the basement. Most women don't like these kind of things, which I don't blame them. Uh, but uh, she says, uh, after he comes up, says, did you learn anything? <laughs> I got the answer. Uh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, nice guy. Oh, gosh, yeah. And they live right here in the neighborhood. Yeah, not too far from here. <clears throat> and so one of the, we invited them over. Yeah, come they on come in the studio. And come on in the studio and giggle and laugh. Well, and this... Also in the studio with us, got Joe Falco, Sportsman's Outfitter and Marine. Hey Joe. Joe, how you doing? I'm I'm just wonderful. This how was morning. your duck season? Uh, miserable. Miserable. <laughs> <laughs> One word. And then I got Chris, my boy Chris, in here. We're going to try to get him in here to talk about the uh, Squaw Creek Gun Club. For you guys that are snow goosers, you probably I need to be booking. Are you guys, Chris? Are are you booked up? Do you know? Uh, no, we're uh, starting to book right now. We're booking from uh, February 20th to March 20th. Oh. Um, we do $250 per person for snow goose hunts. And, uh, if you don't like to hunt with other people, you can lease your own blind, uh, get away get from a, them, get huh? a group together. Yeah. If you guys want to be by yourself for $1,200. Now the other night you went out, you and Joe and you guys killed two bandit geese. Yeah. Yeah. I killed one. We, we had a, we had one flock come in and killed two out of them there are only two we got all day but they, they both happen to be banded and they, they just so happen to be consecutive serial numbers no that way really yeah. wow that's yeah. crazy that cool? yeah was, that's really cool yeah, and they, really they weren't banded that far away were they you no know, they were banded up uh griswold iowa huh. uh, i think it's about 
20 miles east of Council Bluffs or something uh, like that. What are the chances getting two birds out of that and they were consecutive numbers? Isn't that weird? Right. Well, Thanks. yeah, and the funny thing about it is they weren't, like, right beside each other either. You know, they were completely different ends of the flock. Oh, I'll be darned. Wow. Yeah, um, yeah, that is weird. Yeah, that's I know. Weird, that's cr- yeah. But they didn't make it very far. No. In Griswold, Iowa. You know, that's not too, what, 120 miles from Squall Creek or whatever or less, and, uh, yeah. and <laughs> they got slaughtered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hated them, as Fred yeah, Ramsey would say. Is there a phone number or how do they get a hold of Squall Creek Gun Club? Uh, what you can do is you can you can call Joe. Uh, Joe is the operations manager. He makes all the, you know, the schedule and keeps track of all that stuff. If you call Scott, you'd be on the phone all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, you can give Joe a call at 660-822-1146 if you want to talk to him. You'd like to book a snow goose hunt. What's the number again? It is 660-822-1146. 1146. 1146. I tell you what, I, here's what I know about these guys. They work hard at it. That's what is key to this thing. Yeah. They can't guarantee the birds. You know, I mean, no one can do that, but at least they're going to be you know, professional and they set the decoys right and they know how to do it. Been doing it for quite a few years and you'll have a giggle. So 660 uh, We went to. The National Fishing Show yesterday. Yes, we did. Well, everybody did. No, Joe, you haven't made it yet, have you? Uh, well, yeah, I made it down to do the work to set it up. Set it up, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, huh? They don't want me after You that. working there today? I'll be there today. Working there today. So, uh, boy, a lot of boats. Yeah, they uh, started coming back in. Good. We're, we've got, but, but we're sold out of the main boats. That's the problem. You know, I, I saw price differential on the boats i saw some what i'd consider cheaper boats and then i saw some that like blew my socks off a hundred thousand dollar boats but you know there's a little bit of everything but you're telling me the cheap boats basically john boats are gone if it's a boat that's under thirty thousand dollar they are not accepting orders really not, not a, even not one order under 30 under 30 they're gone huh. well we talked about this off air why they can't get help no help. Unbelievable. So they're taking their help that builds their John boats and their smaller boats, and they're saying, well, why would we build a 10000 or $20,000 boat when we can build thirty or forties? I think it's bad. I don't think it's good. Oh, I don't either. I, I, I disagree with that decision. But yeah. what the hell, I'm not running the place. Yeah, but there's limited supply still. Batteries are hard to get. There's a lot, a lot of electronic components from China are just impossible to get to this day. Hmm. Well... They're rich and I'm not, so they're smarter than I ever thought about. So what the hey? So you, you do have some boats for sale, though. Yeah, we do. You know, everything's switching to deep V's in the fishing boats, Mark. That, that's just where people are going, and we got plenty of deep V's. But they're going to be the—I I don't want to call them upper end. They're going to be the middle uh, of the road, which is our number one seller. They're going to be the deep V's with one fifteens and one fifties. We've got probably another. We normally would have 20 or 30. We probably got another 15 or 18 or so we can sell this year. So we'll have a good year. We'll have a good year, but we'll have another sellout year. So if you want a custom order boat, you're you're out. You're pretty well out. Uh, We've probably got a dozen spots left. So we can, the orders we have that we're supposed to get, Mm -hmm. supposed to get. Alleged. Change them around to your color, your, anything you want to change those to. 
for the next four to five weeks, maybe. Oh, strange times in yeah, America. Never Great times. Like it. Mark, you and I are going to be fishing a lot this summer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have got the National Fishing Expo going on. We were just talking about you've got boats out there for sale, but you've also got six pairs of tickets. Each ticket will admit two people, and we will give those away to our listeners. Uh, if you'll give us a call here, the, the first six people that call, uh, the phone number 913-3810-810. And if you'll give us your name and phone number, Joel will get a hold of you. Uh, uh, you'll need to go out to Sportsman's Outfitter Marine out in Belton. That's on the last Belton exit. It's the Cass Road exit on the west side of 49 Highway. And uh, pick the tickets up there, and it's good for today or tomorrow. Oh, cool. So what's the number again? 913-3810-810 if you would like some free tickets awesome who I'm, wouldn't want free tickets uh hey i went yesterday you all of us went yesterday i'm going back it's yeah. great it's yeah. great i'm yeah. going back today there's lots of lots of tackle available um, best prices i've seen on tackle long, i know right time. yes well, so well worth the the trip out there yeah you know there's a lot of vendors out there that are local that if you want a, spe- a special color of plastic or something like that you can order right there at the show yeah. and pick it up in a couple of weeks uh strange good show oh absolutely i couldn't believe the crowd you know we, we it was a good crowd when they opened the door there were people land, lined up out there you know so it's it's uh, very successful i think i hope so anyway yeah deal, so you know and and that's the thing too we need to mention that you know we got to support shows like this or they're, right. or they're going to go away mm-hmm. just like the boat sports and travel show did and you know we can't do anything uh tomorrow anyway we got to watch the game today but you got this morning to get out there but it's important to go out there and support our vendors and support this this show because this is good this is there's a lot of tackle out there and i haven't we haven't had a show like that in a while they were here last year this is their second year Mm -hmm. and it's better this year than it was last year so you know please get out there and help support these and make sure that they keep coming back to kansas city well chris what was the guy we talked to from lake erie wasn't that, wasn't that where it was? Yeah, or? yeah, he's gotten uh, walleye fishing trips out on Lake Erie, or yeah, some somewhere in Ohio. Yeah, boy, it was cool. To talk yeah. to this guy. Yeah, yeah. I've been reading about this, guys. That fishery is back. That is good. They know, cleaned up that lake, yeah, and uh, they're catching some monster uh, walleye. Yeah, it's, uh, as long as they're not stuffing weights down them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey! We've been doing that for years. <laughs> Don't give away. Uh, we're brought to you also by HSM Ammunition. If you guys have not shot this, they sent me a, a box of this HSM low recoil the other day. Uh-huh. I haven't got to shoot it yet. It's still in my truck, but I'm going to uh, try to get out there and do something about it maybe tomorrow. Boy, I tell you, that low recoil, you Dude, can't beat it. HSM, ladies and gentlemen, they're they're special kind of people. Also, uh, who uh, we got for the last half hour, we got who? Ricky Klein? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Can you believe that? Missouri I mean, boy. Yeah. Yeah. In the Missouri Hall of Fame. But, uh, you know, he's he's big time legend. Oh, yeah. He's uh, considered one of the best anglers of all time, but you know he's been around for a long, long time. But forty-six uh, years on the on the circuit, and won four Bassmaster Classics. He's tied uh, with uh, is it uh, Van Dam? Kevin Van Dam for four. Yeah. Wow. Nobody's won more classics. He's been so. in thirty-two classics. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that crazy? Thirty-two. Wow. You talk about a legend. We got him. Yeah. Wow, that would be cool to talk yeah, to him. Yeah, right. Uh, he's quite a guy. Did you get to meet him at the show? I did. Just uh, he, I was running out to my truck to grab something, and he was walking in just as I was going out. And 
Really nice man. Yeah. 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 So can't wait to visit with him. Oh, it'll be good. What, what an honor. Yeah, yeah, it really, really is. You think uh, Bob and Casey are up listening this morning? Or? I think they, well, they should be. Oh. Well, somebody call him. You got your phone number for him. I do. Make sure he's up. Yeah. <laughs> <But> we'll <laughs> make sure to get his wife up. Yeah. What the hey. I, I can't I can't stop but thinking about our chiefs today. I I, I know I, that's I, one reason I got to go to the National Fish, Fishing Expo. I got to keep myself busy. Yeah. Waiting for that game to start because I just I wish I could fast forward to three thirty today. Yeah, boy, I'm amped up about that one. I usually don't get amped up about no, the you chiefs, don't. but boy, I am on this one for some reason on the deal. So what the hey, ought to make a good game, isn't it? Oh, it should be. Hopefully, we'll get a blowout. I hate these close games. Yeah, I do too. Well, kind of stimulating <laughs> to the brain. The yeah, but not very good to the heart, man. No, yeah. I know, right? Oh well, these cardiac kids are killing me. I gave you the cure for if you're going if you're going to <laughs> yesterday. So that's an inside joke, ladies and gentlemen. Next. Hey, also on the next segment, we've got Tyler Kirby from the Kansas Monster Buck Classic coming to Topeka next weekend, so wow. we're going to find out what's going on Are we on going there. out there, guys, after I the show? Yeah, we are. I we am. I went there, there yep. last year. Did you like it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Pretty cool, huh? It, and they got a little bit of everything. Shoot, they got uh, the guy from uh, Swamp People, and they got the, the couple that has all the uh, replicas of all the largest deer, white-tailed deer. Uh, wow. You know, just a little bit for everybody. There was families in there, and the kids were enjoying it. The the adults were enjoying it. It's a good yeah. show. I'm looking forward to going back out there. Yeah, that'll be fun. Hey, we are proudly, uh, the Midwest Outdoors is uh, proud to have Altec Industries as a sponsor for our show. Altec's the leading supplier of products and services for electrical, utility, and communications, contractors, lights, and signs, and tree care market. They design, manufacture, and sell products and provide service for more than 100 companies, and you're going to love it. They make these... these uh, they make them up in St. Joe, Missouri, these boom trucks. Quite a – you just got to go see this place. Well, their campus is huge, and they ship them to 100 countries around the world. And they're my kind of people. Um, I've got friends that work there, and they absolutely treat them like family. And they are just wonderful, wonderful people to work for. Currently, they're looking for welders, assemblers, engineers, automotive painters, procurement analysis, material handlers, engineering technologists, and associates to work in their uh, parts distribution. They offer great benefits, three weeks of paid vacation, on-site medical facility, tuition reimbursement of $2 an hour for shift differential, diff, shift differential. This is a great company to work for. located in St. Joe, Missouri. For information to get one of these jobs, it's jobsaltech.com. That's jobsaltech.com. And I've got some friends that work there, and I've seen their paychecks. They treat them with respect on their paychecks. So if you're a young fella and you want a career, uh, this will be a career job. Altec Industries, A-L-T-E-C. Love these people. I guess we've uh, my uh, spy in there is telling me we're sending quite a few people up there to uh, go to work for them. So I'm glad to do this commercial. Awesome. It's cool. (laughs) You're listening to the Midwest Outdoors. We've got to take a little bit of a break. We'll be right back with you. Outdoors, we're proudly brought to you by SureAg out of Four City, Osborne, and Savannah, Missouri. We have a lot of farmers listening to the show. When you're going to put on your chemicals for this spring, weed control, and your fertilizer, these guys have 115 years of uh, experience. 
I use them. I've been using them for 20 years. They are the fantastic humans. I can't say enough good things about them. Surag, again, out of Four City, Savannah, and Osborne, Missouri. Go up and see my good friends Rich or Paxton, Randy at Savannah, or Jeff at Osborne. Tell them that you heard it here on WHB. Now, who we got coming on this show? We have Tyler Kirby. He's from the Kansas Monster Buck Classic coming to Topeka next weekend on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Tyler, good morning. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, good morning. So tell us, what's going on with the Kansas Monster Buck Classic? Oh, what we got next week, uh, starting on uh, the 27th, uh, doors open to the public at uh, 3 o'clock through through Sunday, wrapping up at about 4. We've got a ton of great outdoor stuff going on. If you love big deer and you love hunting, um, we're the show to go to in the state of Kansas. That's for darn sure. Where is it? It's in Topeka, Kansas at the Stormont Vale Event Center. Three uh, Friday it opens up at 3 o'clock. What about Saturday and Sunday? Yeah, Saturday it opens up at 9 um, to 6. And then um, Sunday opens up at 10, um, going on until 4. So what kind of things can people see when they go out there? Well, I mean, kicking off on Friday, uh, we've got some awesome vendors this year. You know, I'm very proud of this show. You know, when we took it over, um, we got in in it at a weird time with COVID and everything like that, and the show's finally back to where where it once was. Um, they can see everything from turkey calls to RVs, ATVs, mowers, um, firearms, bows. We've got what I consider the kids' largest indoor archery shoot going on um, with the Archery Club out of Topeka, and we also got uh, a great youth area. Um, with Kicking Bear Ministry out of Wisconsin coming down. And uh, we've got everything from youth archery, 3D shoots, to BB gun ranges, to uh, um, marshmallow wars for the kids. Can Fred come over there with a fake ID and yeah, play with marshmallow yeah, wars? The marshmallows. Oh, yeah. Come, come on out. Yeah. You, 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 I mean, you might get... I mean, they could turn on you real quick and start yeah. throwing them things, and, and, and it's going to be fun. Don, Don Brewer will be there, won't he, from Swamp People? Yeah, that's right. Don Brewer's coming. He's going to talk about, um, you know, hand fishing and, and, and getting after some great big gators. And he's also giving away the same firearm that he uses, uh, how a 6.5 Creedmoor American flag chassis uh, firearm with a, uh, a really nice scope on it. Wow. Did I see something about a concert going to be there? Yeah, we've got uh, uh, um, a, gr- a great band coming out from the Kansas City area called uh, Wilder Horses. Um, do some great country music for us, starting off at about 6.15 on Saturday night. Um, entry comes with uh, to the concert with your daily pass at our show, which starts off for a single day, uh, $6, or a weekend pass for 12 Wow, that's cheap. Cheap. That's too cheap. Raise your prices. <laughs> well, we 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 want to make sure everybody has a great experience and and can afford to to come to our show. Um, that being said, kids twelve and under also get in for free. Awesome. Very cool. Hey, don't you have Paisley Worth with that uh, little brush buck she shot? You know the <laughs> largest <laughs> largest whitetail ever shot by a female. <laughs> that's right. We've got some awesome animals coming in. I mean, not only do we have her. We've got. We obviously have our Kings of Kansas display, which are, you know, all of our past winners. So we have eight wow. of the largest deer ever killed in the state of Kansas, including um, the uh, 
the 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 um oh goodness um too early in the morning sounds anyway. like first syllable <laughs> <laughs> the um uh, uh well we've got we've got wayne cox coming in with his deer which is the, the second largest deer ever killed with a crossbow in the state of kansas as well and we got the uh uh, mechanic's buck as well coming in wow. so it's going to be uh and the butcher buck is the one i'm talking about that i, that I skipped my brain you know uh-huh. with that deer that scored that scored over 320 inches Whoa, so my um we've got we've got a great display and then we've got john the bird great friend of mine coming with whitetails in north america and he's got over 20 of the largest deer ever harvested in north america with his display so you love deer Come to Kansas Monster Buck Classic. It's advertised as the largest hunting, fishing, and sportsman show in the state of Kansas, so you don't want to miss this. It's next weekend, no. the 27th, 28th, 29th. I see there's a, the you mentioned the 3D archery shoot. There's also uh, a shed contest and a cornhole tournament. Yeah, we've got a huge <laughs> cornhole tournament. Still got entries, and it's a three-day. So wow. starting right when we open up on Friday, going all the way to Sunday, we're going to have... Um, you know, some great competition there um, with the cornhole tournament. Yeah, I guess so. What in the world? Every time I turn on my Facebook and look at things, there's some deer from Kansas on there that's just something you can't believe. I mean, you don't know they walk the face of the earth. And here they are over in Kansas. What's what's going on? Why, what do you think have so many big whitetail taken out of the state of Kansas? Uh, just corn, corn fed roots man we we know how to grow them over here on our side of the border <laughs> we don't on our side. we don't on our side as a parent <laughs> now i'll tell you what in the future we're going we're going to incorporate missouri so stay tuned for for the future after this year we're going to we're going to see who kills the the or harvest the the biggest deer in the world Ooh, mark i think the mm-hmm. gauntlet has been yeah <laughs> Well, they just—I don't know what it is. Yeah, I guess a lot of it's age too. You know, I, you know, it's so vast over there, and some places don't get hunted hard. And but my, uh, what, what's the largest one measured from the fall season? Do you know? From this so far, yep. yeah. 2020, 2023? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, the, our boys from from Buckmasters are coming in. Mike Hanley, um, um, and then we've got scores from. I believe seven different states coming in, and uh, we're going to find out because they've advertised for us to get everybody's bucks there, and uh, we're going to see. We're going to have one of those but boys not, on the show next uh, Saturday, aren't we? From Buckmasters. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So we, you, we, you want to learn about deer hunting? Come visit to the guys with with uh, Buckmasters. That being said, if you want to if you want to be official scorer and join their team, we have a class um, Saturday. It's a pretty much an all-day deal um, over there at the Hotel Topeka. We've got a room rented out and a boardroom, and they're going to uh, find people up uh, to do that uh, currently. And I'm not sure if it's sold out yet, but it's going to be close. Um, but, yeah, people can do that as well. You've also got, uh, we mentioned some kids' activities, but there is a lot for kids to do there, is there not? Oh, yeah. One of the most exciting things that we bring is a good friend of ours uh, coming out on out is named Jason Reynolds with Fetch and Fish. And uh, if you love dogs, you're going to want to see this. He brings in his tank um, and does uh, 
um, high flying dog jump shows um, twice a day at our show. Not to mention that, but also fishing expositions. So, you know, he's got his awesome Labradors, and it is just an awesome deal for kids. And uh, come on out and watch that. I see there's archery instruction, tomahawk throwing, <laughs> yep. arts and crafts. Oh, They're going to yep, be a... That, that, I'm telling you, with, with uh, Ray Howe and Kicking Bear Ministries, um, that kid zone is going to be so much fun for all the youth to come on out and experience. Be and a... that being said, Ray Howe and Kicking Bear Ministry, Sunday morning, um, if, you're, if you're into it, Starting at 8.30, we have our, um, our our prayer breakfast and worship um, brought to you by uh, Kicking Bear Ministries. Oh, cool. Awesome. Sounds good. I got to have a tug-of-war, hats, T-shirts, games, all kinds of things for kids to do. So put this on your calendars next weekend, January 27th, 28th, and 29th. It's the Kansas Muster, Monster Buck Classic. And once again, where's it at? What's the arena? It's called Stormont Vale Event Center in Topeka, Kansas. And if people want to get more information, do you have a website they can go to? Yes, sir. Uh, KansasMonsterBuck.com. All right. My goodness. Well, Tyler, Tyler uh, Kirby, thank you for being with us. Hopefully yep. we'll have a big turnout for you out there in Topeka next week. We're going to be there. Sam? That's absolutely. Couldn't do it without our sponsors, Briggs Auto and Lewis Automotive and Buckmasters. Um just awesome, awesome support from them this year. Well, that's great. That's what it's all about. Got to yeah. support the industry. Yep. There's no doubt about it. Well, it sounds so. like you put a lot of effort into organizing this. It sounds sure like has. it's going to be just a heck of yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, we're well, looking yeah, we're forward. Very excited. We're very excited to be done with COVID and have everybody out and enjoy themselves. You got that right. Yeah, and that's the truth. Let's get out there next Saturday. We'll there be out go. there. We'll see you out there. We're going. I went last year. We're all going. Yep. We'll okay. see you there, Tyler. All right, Ken. Uh, right. You're you you driving you a Ford. We'll make it out there. I don't know. If your Chevy breaks down, I'll pull over and you can ride with me. Uh, I'm riding with you anyway. (laughs) Okay. That's why I'm worried about it. Okay, well. You think it's got a few miles left in it? I don't. Well, by then I should have my new one. Oh, that's even worse. I know. Well, anyway, <laughs> thanks, Tyler. <laughs> we'll see you next weekend, buddy. Sorry, Trevin. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and we've also still got a few pairs of tickets left for okay. the show today. So if you'd like to give us a call here at 913-3810-810, we've got some tickets left and need to go to Sportsman's Outfit or Marine to pick them up. Just give us a call here. Leave us your name and phone number, and Joe Falco will get in touch with you and get those tickets to you. We're going to have Ricky Klein. When we come back. We're proudly brought to you by King City Lumber, kingcitylumber.com. If you've not been to their website, you're the last human upright that hasn't visited. If you need an outbuilding, whether if you're a dog or your pony, would you build a building just for your dog, Mark? No? Mm, probably not just not for the dog. Good. How about your combine? You got a combine? I don't have a combine. Got I got, a I've got mowers. Got mowers? That'd yeah. work, too. Yeah, that'd work. Yeah. KingCityLumber.com, greatest people you ever do business with. I mean that from my heart. You're listening to the Midwest Outdoors. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right. Good Saturday morning. Welcome back to the Midwest Outdoors. I'm Mark Tobin along with Water Fowler Hall of Famer, Mr. Fred Ramsey. His son, Chris Ramsey, is in studio with us. we got a full studio here. Got Greg Thompson and Joe Falco from Sportsman's Outfitter Marine. And joining us on the phone, unbelievable, we have a true legend in the outdoor world. He's considered one of the best anglers of all time. He's a four-time Bassmaster Classic winner. 
Uh, he's the Bassmaster Angler of the Year in 1988. He was the U.S. Open champion in 1983 and 1986. He was a Redman All-American champion in 1985. You know, I could go on and on about his accomplishments, but then we would have no time to talk to him. So let me just get right to it. It's the amazing and the one and only Mr. Rick Clun with us. Rick, thank you for joining us this morning. Welcome to Kansas City. Well, thank you, and uh, good morning to you guys. Even though it's not quite daylight yet. <laughs> well, that's one of the ironies of what I've done my whole life now is that I hate getting up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> it makes it a little better. Yeah, when that sun starts up, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be at the National Fishing Expo today. Uh, what's going on out there? When will you be uh, appearing? Uh I will actually do two seminars today, uh, and it, it, there's obviously some humor in this one, too, because uh, I, my first one is actually in the morning at 1 o'clock. I mean, the morning the evening. I'm saying the morning, but the yeah. evening at 1 o'clock. It's 1 to 2. The second one, I I, I told him when I, you know, I said, did you guys know that Chiefs are playing today? <laughs> 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 my second one is actually at four o'clock, and I'll be there. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I'll be there at four o'clock. But I, I said, "You really?" And they, and they said, "Well, that's why we got you." And I said, "Really?" I said, "Mahomes, Kelsey, Clun." <laughs> Are you? Uh, I will be there. Are you a Chiefs fan? Yes, I am. I, I will, and I was. And it, I was a Mahomes fan because my daughter went to Texas Tech when he was the quarterback. Wow! Wow! Oh my gosh! Wow! And, cool. Uh, I became a Mahomes fan, and I've always been an Andy Reid fan. I actually he kind of inspires me because I'm 76. I'm still competing at the top level, but to do that, you have to reinvent yourself, and that's something Andy Reid's really been good about. He, so true. He didn't stay old school. He he changes, and you know he really tries to adapt to what's the current game is and and he's so creative and i really admire him for that well and i admire you for what you're doing you've been doing this for so many years and you've seen things change i know over the years have uh have we experienced the the golden days of fishing or are we living them now uh I think any day is a golden day of fishing, but uh, uh, in, in the context that you're stay, saying that, uh, it, the, the anglers are better, they're younger, they're smarter, they're very intelligent, and and we've done, either by accident or by design, a good job of a lot of our lakes are better than they've ever been. Exactly. Uh, which, is, which is strange, because we're putting more pressure on them than we've ever put on them. Uh, I mean... There's people fishing now, you know, every day of the week, like you still. You, you, even your best lakes would only have crowds on the weekends. Now they're out there in the middle of the week. So uh, the catch and release has played a big role in that, that they, uh, they uh, we still, we didn't take all those fish out of the lake and let them spawn. And uh, so that that's good. And I'm not against eating fish, but, I, you know, it, I I like the crappie and the, and the, some of the smaller bass maybe, but I let those little bigger ones go. We've seen a, an unbelievable a, a improve, uh, improvement on electronics over the years. Is is that a good or a bad thing when it comes to uh, competitive fishing? Uh, 
I, I, I think it's a good thing. Uh, you know, I, I, I usually am, I'm very reluctant to pass quick judgment on things. I usually give it some time. Uh, and I've given it some time and tried to observe it from all angles. But uh, personally, I think it's a good thing because it's expanded our law. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it's expanded our knowledge of what the bass really are. It's really fishing has always been started with theory. Back in the early days, it was sports riders, outdoor riders that, that basically wrote about it. But they didn't spend a lot of time on the water. Most of them weren't biologists, so a lot of it was theory. Tournament fishing came along, and a lot of people didn't like these depth finders, weren't, weren't sure they liked it. Uh, but all of a sudden, what tournaments did do, especially when you got cameras on it, the guys eventually, it gave you reality. It, sh- it showed you the truth, okay, of how these fish were being caught and, and what their behavior was. Well, what I'm learning from the uh, this electronics is, is the electronics has showed us where a lot of what we thought, especially about deep fish, is hasn't been correct. Hmm. Uh, a largemouth bass doesn't do what we thought he did. We knew over time that most of the time, they, 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 in, you know, in a lot of our lakes, they, they spawn shallow, but then they move to deeper depths once the spawn's over. And uh, and we and we knew that, and that was accurate, but it was wasn't totally accurate. And what the depth finders just showed us is really what their behavior is when they do move deeper. The other good thing about it is that it's spreading the anglers out. Uh, you know, most of, I'm a shallow water power fisherman, so I fish mostly 15 foot or less, which is shallow. Uh, and most of the tournament anglers and the better anglers have had for years. Well, that put a lot of pressure on that 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 water column but now with the, this electronics it's moving people out in, in water columns much deeper so it's spreading the anglers out so that's very good a uh, we asked jimmy houston this question so i'm going to ask you this uh you take you take a couple of the new uh gunslingers there and then you take you and and uh put them against you uh without electronics who wins that show oh it's no contest that's not a slam okay because uh and and you reverse that and it's no contest so the electronics has made that much difference oh yes definitely i I fish with a kid named cody huff and i've known him since he was a sophomore at ava high school and uh and he's probably as good as anybody at using that electronics now and it's no contest if hey. you get out there and and, and you and you're fishing his kind of fish, which can depends on the lake. There's lakes, let's say Truman and some of those off color lakes, that it's not going to play a big role because the fish don't go quite as deep. But when you get those fish and they're out there like in Table Rock and Bull Shoals and those lakes and they go deep, uh, it's 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 a it's a real. It's a fascinating game, but they watch the behavior of the fish and how you have to catch them. And where I had to, my, most of my career, I have to make 1,000-plus cats to do well in the day. Cody rarely makes over 200. Wow, what a okay. difference. Hey, yeah, you- and when I, yeah, and so, but the, here's the difference. I don't always know I'm throwing at fish. I'm, a, I'm searching for them. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to pattern fish and figure out where they're at under trees, around stumps, blah, blah, blah. And then I create a high probability random cast, but almost all the casts are random casts searching for a fish. And you may not even be throwing it when most of your casts. But Cody doesn't throw until he's throwing at a fish. So if he only makes 200 casts and I make 2,000, he's still throwing at more fish than I am in a day. Wow. Good point. Very good point. Do you uh, still carry a Lucky 13 in your tackle box? <laughs> I don't carry one in my tackle box because I've been prone to lose tackle boxes and stuff. <laughs> um, so I, I do have, have them in my office. Uh, when, you know, that, and it is, they're my dad's. Few of them, them I still have. Well, I read I read a little story about that. It was absolutely the first artificial bait you ever caught a bass on, and you got so excited you didn't reel it in. You just ran up the bank. <laughs> no, I ran up the bank and getting back to football again. I drug the fish out on the bank about a foot and come off and started flopping back toward the bank. Here's this little little kid flying through the air like a linebacker landing on a finger. <laughs> The tournament fishing is not all glamour, is it? I mean, when you first started, I thought I, I had seen an interview with you a long time ago that uh, something about the fact that you didn't have – did you lose your house? The first few years were very lean. It took me – yeah, I lost it my second year. Came, and it's the old Hollywood story. I mean, and sad, but I came home and my wife and my youngest, my first child was – locked out on the porch wow wow so uh, so we ended up moving into a little rent house on lake conroe where i was guiding for 125 dollars a month and that's probably the best thing that happened to us because it took a lot of monetary pressure off from me because you know the house i I was working for the exxon oil company and the second largest computing center in the world my wife was working for oil company and so we bought a pretty nice house but i I've never been financially a very I'm very impulsive, just kinda of like fishing. I follow my instincts and I said do something, do it. So but it so I, it wasn't the best plans in the world and uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, I quickly went broke. <laughs> <laughs> hey what, Ricky, what did you think about it made national news when the guys were caught cheating and stuff and weights down the walleye's throat? What what was your thoughts on that? Oh, it's it's sad because the, you have a you know fishermen that understand that that's a minority, but you also have a group of people that may be kind of against tournaments anyway, or just don't understand how how they operate, and then they just start to assume that everybody does that. That's the part that hurts the most, especially when you've worked for now almost fifty years to to create credibility. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I've always been very conscious conscientious of it because. My dad was the greatest poacher on the planet, and uh, the and and so every time I went fishing and hunting, and we were always doing something illegal. <laughs> I, I did not enjoy it. I mean, I was I did it scared all the time. So when I finally found on my own, man, I I crossed my dotted my eyes, crossed my T's, made sure I had every license and yeah. knew every law because I didn't want to fish scared. Yeah, right. and. and Tournament fishing, I, I did the same, but uh, no, and that's really that. A lot there are a lot of tournaments still that their formats cannot police what happens out there. Exactly, and uh, and uh, so and so, and I just I won't fish those kind of tournaments. Uh, I just stay away from them. I invest too much time, too much energy in there for somebody to 
win a tournament by cheating. The tournaments I fish in, it's almost impossible to win one by bending the rules. And uh, so, no, it, it's sad. But it, and again, that's a small. That's not unique to fishing. There's always going to be that small group of criminals that are going to try to bend yeah, the rules. Exactly. Yeah. What a shame. You got to do. Uh, you got to go fishing with uh, President George Bush, and regardless of what side you fall on the political spectrum, that's got to be one heck of a cool thing to go fishing with a president. What was that like? Yeah, it, it was definitely one of the highlights of my career. Uh, you know, Ray Scott called me up New Year's Eve and said, "Hey, Rick, George Bush just called me and he wants to go fishing with you." Wow. Of course, Ray Scott kind of a BSer, so I didn't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, and, and he said, no, no joke. And I said, well, really? I said, okay, well, where do you want me to meet him? And I'll, 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 I'll meet him there and bring my boat. And he said, no, 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 no. He said, he wants you to meet you at Ellington Air Force Base. I lived near Houston at that time. And, and, and he's going to fly you on Air Force One up to a, my private lake. Wow. And my head Spending. Okay. Anyway, it, it was amazing. We got in Air Force One, uh, and wow. there's two things to say about it real quick. Once we got thirty thousand feet, Forrest Wood was with me, with us too, and he invited us in his office. And this office in the airplane looked like a regular office with a big, big wooden deck, de- desk in it. And he picks up this big black tackle box and sits right in the middle of that big wooden desk. <laughs> And uh, he turns into this little kid. We want a big, 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 big worm and all this. And all of a sudden, this New Year's Day, all of a sudden the phone rings. And he says, excuse me. And he picks it up. Uh, Hello, Ambassador so-and-so. This is President George Bush. I want to wish you a prosperous New Year. And he hangs up and, and immediately reaches that captain box. And he did this. He called. I mean, that went on the whole flight just about, you know, calling. And, he, and then he hit me. This is the most powerful man in the world. Wow. And he's a little kid. Oh. Yeah, you know, one minute he's a president, and the next minute he's a little kid digging in a tackle box. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, uh, what a great story. The best, thing, the best thing of all is when we were fishing together. I was nervous, obviously. Yeah. And uh, and he'd catch one, and I'd go, that's a good one, George. And I said, I'm sorry, Mr. President. <laughs> and I did, that about, I did that about four or five times, you know, and finally he puts his rod down, comes over, puts his hand on my shoulder, and he says, Rick, he said, today, you're not the world championship angler, and I'm not the president of the United States. We're just two guys who love to fish. Oh, awesome. Cool. And that really is one of the neatest things about fishing, and even when I guide it, the people you get to fish with, it didn't matter if you were black, white, blue, what your religious beliefs were what your political alliance was that day you were just two guys that shared the love for fishing mm. i just got goosebumps i mean wow, that is just cool. what a great story yeah it is how fun what an experience that had to be you know and and what was it like being on the water i mean do they have secret service that follow them around i mean what's that like you wouldn't believe it you don't want me to you? <laughs> <laughs> How much you need a fishing trip cost of the, the public? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was, there was, there was. This is a fifty-acre lake on Lake Scott's private property. Okay, but every fifty yards around the lake was a Secret Service guy in a coat and tie. Wow. They had a little earphone 
in his ear. Okay. Wow. Behind him, probably 50 yards behind him in the woods, was a fully camoed, uh, you know, guy with the AR-15. Wow. You know, all the way, all the way around the lake. Mm. Uh, before we got in the boat, Navy SEALs went in the water, went under the boat. They opened all the tackle boxes. They looked at the stuff. And then before they let us in the boat. And then when we got in the boat, this fully dressed frogman followed us around in another boat. <laughs> and finally I got comfortable with with uh, with George, Mr. President. I go, George, what are they doing that for? And he said, and he kind of laughed. Well, Rick, you know, they're afraid if the boat sinks, they'll have to save me. Then <laughs> <laughs> I, I go, well, George, what about me? And I said, Son, you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, a great story. What uh, a great memory that uh, had me. What an honor. Wow, cool. Well, you know, talk, getting back to tournament fishing, you know, even when I recreational fish, if I see somebody on a spot that I, you know, that I wanted to fish, you know, it gets a little aggravating. But <laughs> I can't imagine fishing for money like you do and with the, the pressure that you're under um, and then having to battle pressure. Mentally, how do you handle these kind of, of tough situations? I have, I've had to evolve into it because in the early days, that didn't exist so much. You didn't have all the follow boats, and you didn't have uh, the people that could figure out where you were because they didn't have GPS. They could guess at it, but they couldn't figure out exactly. Some of these places really were kind of difficult to figure out. But once GPS came into existence and they could really nail you, nail it down, uh, and then eventually when PD got involved and the Bassmaster Classic come along, we'd have, you know, I know I have as many as 40 boats following me at times, and that becomes a policing problem. Wow, I bet. I mean, it's a safety problem. It's a policing problem, and it's uh, people get too close, and people, you know, uh, and so it's, uh, so it was, and I struggled with it, and I still struggle with it some, uh, how to police it, because I always wanted just to strictly focus on the, on the fishing. Uh, but the, the young anglers now, they they kind of uh, uh, like it. Uh, it. It's like when early in days, and for me to get into the seminar like we're doing at the shows here, it scared me to death. Mm. They can't wait to get on the stage. Hmm. Uh, they 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 embrace it and uh, and and a lot of them are, are pretty good at policing the people and uh, you know and working with them and it's just part of our game since we all of our the water we fish is is public public lakes and stuff like that and so but it does control the kind of fish you look for right. you, you know you you don't you think okay find find the spot and there's a hundred four pounders on it okay. In a multi-day tournament, that's not a great ideal, okay? It's better to have 50 spots that have one five-pounder on it because they can't, they cannot hurt those areas, the most that follow you, the handful, and most people are very polite, but there's always those one that are, that are not. And so if you're if you on that spot where there's 100 fish, uh, and once you leave it, they'll pull up their GPS, and they may fish it the rest of the day. Oh, wow. uh, so if you're in a multi-day tournament, that hurts. So you, it, it does control, okay, I don't really – I might fish that the first day, but i got to realize i got to have something probably after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the next one, the, the 50 spots that you can catch one five-pounder are better because if you catch that one fish, 
they can go and look at it and they can fish it, but that won't reload for several days. But you still, so it's hard for them to, to you know, to get in your way uh, in, in certain types of fish. And so that's, that's kind of, it does kind of control the kind of fish you look for. Well, Rick, unfortunately, we are out of time. And I do mean, unfortunately, because yes. we have only scratched the surface with you. What an honor it, it has, has been to be able to visit with you. Uh, you're going to be at the National Fishing Expo. Is it, are you going to just be here? When are your appearances? Uh, today I will be, uh, my first time will be, uh, at one o'clock. And then the second time will be at four o'clock, uh, right after kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, thank uh, you. Thank you very much, Rick. You don't understand what that means to me and Mark to, to have you on our radio show. Yeah. Hopefully we can get you on again when we have a little bit more time. Exactly. Well, it's nice meeting y'all yesterday. Uh, hopefully I'll uh, see you out there at the show again today. Okay. Okay, hey, Rick. Thank, thank you. you. The one and only Mr. Rick Clunt. Thank you, sir. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, boy, I didn't want to interview the end. I know. He's that kind of guy. Goodness. Yeah. Really good. Um, we're brought to you by Reed Chevrolet. I've got to get to guess I love this family. I love what they do for the community in St. Joe, Missouri, and you're going to love being a customer. There's nobody like these guys, and I mean this from my heart. You know, they treat you with respect. They'll never sell you a car. They'll help you buy one. If you want uh, the ultimate deal in a vehicle, there's no finer place. I-29 in Frederick, St. Joe, Missouri. It's worth the drive out of Kansas City, especially. We've got guys that came all the way from Norfolk, Nebraska, down there to buy because we're talking about the kindness that they do. So please go by and see them. they got a good, pretty darn good selection. They're getting some new Silverados in. So anyway, you're going to love doing business with them. Do we have any tickets left? We do. We so do. can I give your cell phone number? Yes. Okay, if you'd like tickets to the show today, we've got five pairs. Uh, if you'll call Joe Falco, 913-530-0010. It's 913-530-0010. Give Joe a call, and uh, he'll, he can meet you at the show and get tickets to you. You'll need your name and phone number. Yep. Get you in the show. You need to go to this show. Oh, yep. this is good. Got to go for this week, guys. We're out of time. Next go. time. Go. Go Chiefs. Yeah. Next time, next time we see you, I hope we see you in a great outdoors. Have a great week. Hopefully we'll be uh, talking to about a Chiefs win next week. So long, everybody. <laughs>